0: I'm Adam from the Digital Suit Podcast, a proud member of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're listening to now. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other podcasts at gunnageek.com and get ready because geekiness begins in three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Undaunted, where each episode I talk with fellow podcasters from all walks of life and discuss what went well, what went wrong, and what just didn't matter. We'll share the good, the bad, the many laughs and lessons along the way. I'm Amos, and today I'm joined... Well, damn it. I went through that and did that perfectly, but for whatever <laughs> reason, before we started recording, I didn't ask how to say your last name. And I okay. might actually just leave this in here because it's be- becoming a bit of a trend <laughs> for me not to not to, not to to say my, my guest's last name correctly. So... Uh, I'm Amos. Let's
1: hear you guess.
0: I'm Amos, and today I'm joined by Lauren Wisniewski. No, no, that's not it. I said it better like the 15 times I practiced before the show. Wisniewski? Wisniewski. Wisniewski. Okay, so. I
1: actually, it's okay. I mispronounced it for the first year I dated my husband. (laughs) And my family still can't say it.
0: Oh, geez. I'm Amos, and today I'm I'm, I'm born. I'm joined by Lauren Wisniewski. See, now it now, uh, uh, was, was Nesky, a.k.a. Yes. Sith Witch, of the Legend of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast at gunnageek.com. Okay, so now that we've got my my own feelings out of the way, how are you this evening?
1: I am great. How are you, other than uh, a little bit stumbly? Um, yeah, that's
0: just, it's just a, it's a midweek recording. It's always kind of just a, a little bit of a jank show when I when I show up, so... Um, but I'm podcasting right now and this is one of my favorite things in the world to do. So I am good. I am very good.
1: That's excellent to hear. Yeah. Podcasting is, oh, it's fun. I love it. I love podcasting. I'm listening to podcasts. And, uh, when I saw that you had joined the network and you do a podcast about podcasts, I'm like, well, this sounds like <laughs> recursive fun.
0: Right. Exactly. Uh, Everybody that I talk to about this show says, don't do a podcast about podcasts It's too niche. It's niche within niche. You're never going to get support. It's never going to pay off in the end. You're wasting your time. You should go out and do some of these other podcast ideas that you have. And I'm like, but I meet the most interesting people on this show. So
1: yeah. And you have a built in audience. If other podcasters are anything like me, we love talking about ourselves and we love hearing about other people talk about themselves to know a interesting stuff and b how they did what they're doing so you can either learn what to avoid or learn what to do or you know find a new hobby or new interest along the way right
0: <laughs> yeah this is one of the shows that if you're into podcasting or you are a podcaster and you listen to one of these episodes and you don't either identify or learn from something you're doing something wrong like there's something bad about it because we've we've got a lot of different i <laughs> i just recently found out that one of the podcasts that i uh one of the guests that i had not too long ago the podcast they recorded right before recording my show was the last episode they've done and that was months ago and i'm wow. afraid his pod faded and i'm all, I'm tempted to go back and get them back on the show to ask him let's go through this and explain what happened why did it pod fade I know why this show pod faded for a year, and thus I'm bringing it back. But um, yeah, it's always interesting the the different levels of experience and uh, and and uh, success, no matter how you measure it. The people find through podcasting.
1: Yeah, seriously, you're like you're like the Chris Hardwick of podcasts, (laughs) or of podcasts. Okay, I know that Chris Hardwick is the Chris Hardwick of podcasts. But you do the, you know, talking podcasts right now. (laughs) (laughs) I would
0: would love to be the Chris Hardwick of anything in podcasting. Um, Holy crap. So, uh, but enough about me, though. This show is actually about you and your podcasting. So let's get into that. Like, why do you podcast? What what on earth brought you to this gloriously fulfilling, usually, (laughs) sometimes, maybe, uh, path of podcasting?
1: All right, it is a really long, really weird story.
0: Well, we have fifty two minutes left on my timer on my screen, so we've got plenty of time. Let's go.
1: Okay, so back in about two thousand eight i was um, I was working in a laboratory. I was working in a genetics laboratory, and a hurricane hit the island that the laboratory was on, Hurricane Ike. Oh, okay. And, well, I guess it hasn't been 10 years. I was here, I was thinking it's been 10 years. No, it's 10 years next year. But uh, at the time, I was going through some serious health problems. I had really bad headaches. Uh, I had migraines. I was in just a lot of pain all the time. And the neurologist that I was seeing was misdiagnosing me as having uh, trigeminal neuralgia and seizures and putting me in all sorts of weird medications. It turned out to be just migraines with kind of a weird aura because um the blood vessels were doing something weird. And they're under control now, but at the time they were just horrible. Wow. So, during the cleanup
0: No, that of- that didn't have anything to do with the genetic testing you were doing at the lab, right? No,
1: no, no. <laughs> that was completely different.
0: Are you mutant? Is that what you're saying?
1: Uh, actually, yes. (laughs) Uh, one of the, it turns out that one of the, that the condition that possibly leads to my migraines along with several other health problems is a genetic condition called Ehlers-Danlos disorder. It's a connective tissue disorder. So technically, yes, I am a mutant.
0: Oh my God, we got a
1: mutant on the show tonight. (laughs) Oh, I'm so excited.
0: I'm so excited. Okay. So, so you're doing cleanup from Ike. Okay. I'm
1: doing cleanup from Hurricane Ike. And at the time... Uh, I, I've never been formally diagnosed with ADD, ADHD, but I do tend to have a very, very um, active mind. So to kind of keep myself focused, I tend to have noise on constantly, whether it's TV or music, at the time I'd been listening to music constantly. Mm-hmm. And one of the pills that my neurologist had me on, I started having a weird side effect. It, at the time, had only been recorded in Japanese schoolgirls with musical training. Since (laughs) then, it's been recorded in a larger population. But at the time, that was all I could figure. That was all it was reported. What it was, was I would hear sounds at about half a pitch lower than they actually were. Whoa. And it was just weird enough to really, really freak me out. So I couldn't listen to music. So what I started doing was I asked for suggestions on, I don't even remember where, live journal probably, <laughs> and somebody suggested podcasts. So I started listening to, uh, at the time it was uh, the Forcecast, that it was Rebel Force Radio, uh, and um, it was called um, Galactic wa- Galactica Water Cooler at the time.
0: Gotcha, okay. And
1: it was a podcast that talked about Battlestar Galactica. Mm-hmm. And it had a really large and active following. They had forums. Everyone was really friendly. And at the time, of course, I was a big fan of Battlestar Galactica. I still am. And it had these three hosts who were just really, really entertaining and fun. And I was like, oh, these people are just doing this out of their own home. This, this is cool. And they started having, I started hanging around on the forums And then they announced they were having a meetup in Dallas, which is pretty near to where I live. I live in Houston.
0: Right. Just a couple hours away.
1: Yeah. So I decided to go to one of the meetups. I think it was in 2009. It was either 09 or 10. Might have been 010. But I went to one of the meetups. I met a whole bunch of really cool people and made a bunch of friends. And through the forums, made a bunch of friends. Joined Twitter because of these people. Uh, joined just all the stuff just to keep track of these people and the podcasts I was listening to. Uh, at Galactic Galactica Water Cooler became Galactic Water Cooler once Battlestar Galactica ended, <laughs> and after a while, Galactic Water Cooler Pod faded. But the community was still really active, mm-hmm. and they started their own spin-off podcasts, which <laughs> ended up becoming the Gunna Geek Network. Nice. Like a bunch of people from there sort of migrated. Before that happened, though, one of the people that I was just hanging out on the forums, and somebody put up an ad and said, looking for podcast hosts, send in a clip of you talking about a movie you like. I was a little drunk at the time, so I recorded a clip of myself rambling and talking about the movie Sunshine. Have you seen Sunshine? <laughs> I, I don't think so. Oh my God. It's so good. It's a Danny Boyle movie. It came out maybe 07, 08. It's a science fiction movie. It has an amazing soundtrack, and I think it's very nearly the perfect movie. It oh. has Killian Murphy. It has Rose Byrne, Michelle Yao. Uh, Chris Evans, that's the role that made me, when they announced him as Captain America, that made me think, oh, he'll be perfect. Mm. And it is so good. So it's just two minutes of me drunkenly rambling about how much I love this movie. And I sent it in. This ended up becoming the Quantum Tavern podcast with my friends, Eric and Cody. Mm -hmm. Eric is now movie dude, Eric on Twitter. He does art house legends. But mm-hmm. we did Quantum Tavern for uh, about two, two and a half years, and it was just us talking about whatever. Uh, we would challenge each other to watch or read or whatever, like do stuff and talk about it. And it was so much fun, just once a week, hanging out with friends, uh, occasionally yelling at each other on our Christmas special. I got really drunk and talked about Michael Fassbender's penis for like an hour. Uh- <laughs> um <laughs> And it was just, it was so much fun. And eventually it pod faded because of real life stuff. It might be coming back soon. So nice. keep an eye out. But, you know, I thought, okay, well, that was fun, but that's it. Went back to just listening to podcasts. And then after a while, I get a message from Nightwing, who was uh, on, you know, Legends podcast. He's on a bunch of the Gonna Geek Network podcasts. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, would you be interested in hosting in, or in co hosting a Marvel podcast. And me being the fangirl that I am said, uh, Yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's when I started doing Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. And mm. I've been on that for uh, since, I don't know, 2014. Nice. And I've been doing that weekly. It's a lot of fun. I've, you know, under Stargate Pioneers tutelage, which Stargate and Haley, I met them at, my first uh, gal- Galactic Water Cooler get together, oh, and nice. under their tutelage, I've been uh, upgrading my gear and getting to you know figure out editing and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then one of my be- one of my friends posts on Facebook and says, "Hey, we need some parts for a thing my friends are working on." And I thought, "Huh, I have gear. I can you know contribute some background noise or whatever." Right. And this ends up being the Strange and Unusual podcast where because I just keep showing up, I just keep getting more parts, which I have no problem with because I love it. It's this fun horror comedy. Uh, I co-wrote some stuff for them. I haven't lately because it's like being self-employed. What is time? (laughs) And yeah, it's just it's so much fun. I've learned so much about writing. I've learned a lot about voice acting through them. Uh, Just hanging out with this really great group of people. And through hanging out with them, uh, I found out recording through them, we went to a studio for our first and second season when we still had a budget. And uh, lately, we we have not had a budget. And then because of the hurricane, we don't have a studio right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So yay, fun. But one of the studio guys said, you know, there's two people in your cast that the microphone just loves and one of them was me. And I thought, Oh, that's sweet. And then I lost my job. So wow. there I am. I'm depressed. I'm kind of bummed out. And I'm thinking, well, what can I do to make money? Hmm. And then I think about how many audiobooks I listened to, by the way, I got my first audible account. Well, my still my only audible account, Because of Galactic Water Cooler. (laughs) Way back years and years and years ago. Still have the same account, still grandfathered in on the like two books a month plan, which now I can claim as a uh, business expense. Right. Because I have started doing narrating audiobooks with the gear that I have and the editing expertise that I have and the practice that I have at speaking into a microphone through the podcasting and everything. I've started getting more ex- like kind of exposure and all this stuff through other podcasts, just kind of reaching out. Somebody says, Hey, I need a voice for a thing. I'll audition. I might get it. I might not, but you know, you meet great people and you hear again, these great stories and podcasting is a chance for people to tell their stories. And by doing, you know, being a voice, you can help people realize their stories. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's been this almost a decade-long journey that's led me to a new career, a whole bunch of new friends. And it's about to lead me to watching two shows now that I really don't want to watch. Uh, Iron Fist, we just, we're in the middle of rewatching for Legends of Shield and we're about to watch Humans and I really don't want to but I've I've watched worse for for podcasts for not podcasts you know whatever and it's just been this long strange road that I've enjoyed and I never really knew what it was going to take me and I don't know where it's going to take me in the future but I'm here and I'm loving it That sounds Awesome. If it man,
0: because I'm I'm about to become unemployed myself, uh, due to some either some medical issues or just spending too long in the military, they're gonna finally kick me out. Um, I would love to have something related to podcasting in any way, shape, or form that I could fall back on or just uh serendipitously find to continue this, this passion. That it sounds like you've just you struck gold.
1: It really, really feels like it a lot of the time. I mean, it's not It's a lot of work, but it's work that I enjoy. Mm -hmm. At my other job, I just kind of coasted through. And as much as I love science, it was very much just kind of a go to work, do the same thing every day. Mm. What I'm doing now is, I mean, it's never really the same thing every day. It's look for new opportunities, apply for new things. Uh, try to beat the clock. Try to, you know, fight with the neighbors because their dog won't shut up, and they just keep screaming at it. Um, <laughs> go door to door and warn the neighbors. Hey, please don't call the cops. I'm only pretending to be murdered today. <laughs> that has happened twice.
0: Just that right there. Just put that on, on your resume. Uh, that that's that's awesome.
1: It is in my demo reel. Um, Long screaming. It's actually in one of the outtakes for um, an episode of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. I I don't remember which one. But SP got a hold of my demo reel. And at the very end is one of the please don't call the cops, I'm not really dying screams that I did for, uh, I think it was a Dark Files episode for Strange and Unusual. And he put that there at the end. So it's like, oh, you're just listening and you forget to, you just leave it there so it'll go to the next track. Right. And all of a sudden screaming. <laughs> That's,
0: that sounds like SP. That sounds like something he would definitely do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Love you, SP. My Yoda. <laughs> uh,
0: SP being Stargate Pioneer, of course, uh, of, of a previous guest on this, this very show. Um, he's another person with a very interesting backstory on, on podcasting. Um so you've been you've been podcasting for well, you've been involved in podcasting at least for near a decade.
1: Yeah, actively podcasting since twenty eleven. Okay. With a brief break.
0: I'm I'm sure you've made uh your fair of mistakes and uh your fair of random discoveries of genius.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> lot of mistakes. Um a lot of mistakes. Mostly involving um just technical stuff. Where a lot of technical mistakes.
0: So, uh, dis- what, what was your what was your biggest technical folly?
1: Um, let's see. There was well, early gear was definitely a thing. I when I started recording, I was using the same mic that I was using for uh, World of Warcraft raids, <laughs> so the quality was terrible. <laughs> And I'm there thinking, oh, I sound great. Yeah. But when,
0: when, when you know, when, when your qualifier of quali- quality is that people can understand the words that you're saying.
1: Yeah. Versus Stargate Pioneer. Having, yeah. Stargate Pioneer has turned me into an audio snob. <laughs> 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 Which, again, now that I'm doing audiobooks, is good.
0: <laughs> right, right. But right.
1: at the time, it was, it was just a mess of this like pencil mic or a headset mic or, oh, the headset mic. (laughs) I look back on that and I'm just, what were you thinking?
0: It's it's amazing to me. Um, So a lot of microphones sound very good. They sound very similar to each other. Some of them might carry a different voice a little bit differently than other microphones do. But going from... From, at least per, in your own mind, going from a microphone that's just available to one you actually select and you choose and you put money into, even if it has the same audio quality, it gives you a different feel when you're on the microphone.
1: It really does. Actually, just today, I ordered a microphone upgrade, and I'm so excited. Oh,
0: okay, okay. Now you got to tell us what you have now, and then tell okay. us what you're going to.
1: I have an AT2100. okay. Okay, a, using a
0: beautiful it, mic. A, a, an yeah, amazing it's, it's mic. an
1: absolutely, it's a great mic for podcasting. It, it's, it's a dynamic incredible mic, is,
0: mic. Yeah, it's a dynamic mic that is uh, USB and XLR capable.
1: Yeah, I use the XLR mm-hmm. because I don't like the USB hum.
0: Right. <laughs> it, it, there is a slight hum if you're if you're nitpicky about, about your audio, which most of us are. Yeah, um, <laughs> but... <laughs> but it's, it's a great mic, though. It really is, it, and it's, it's fairly cheap. It's what, about 50, 60 bucks?
1: Yeah, it's it's not expensive at all. Right, it's actually I have it
0: sitting right over here as my secondary mic. Now that I've upgraded to my current mic, but before we talk about my mic, what are you going to?
1: I am going to a Shure SM7B.
0: Ooh, big dog.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, Wow. Earlier this year, I was doing some work with another uh, audio drama, and the guy said, "You have a great voice, but your microphone is limiting it." And I said, well, I am planning to update once it's in my budget. Mm -hmm. Today, I was doing my finances. I looked at my budget, and I thought, you know what? I can afford it. Mm. So I went, and I put the order, and this mic, I'd been talking to SP and to Steven, John Drew, the network owner, Mm -hmm. you know, recommend me a mic. You guys are like the wizards of technical stuff. I mean, they even have a podcast about it, Better Podcasting so you have not steered me wrong yet you know my voice you know my setup what would you recommend and after about a week they got back to me not because of oh we take so much time but just like you know they have work and lives and serious thought and stuff and they're like right we think this would be good for you and after just like a lot of serious thought and a lot of hemming and hawing and I I finally buckled down. It should be here next week, and I am so excited. I cannot wait to record my next audiobook on this, and just hope that it sounds good, and hope that it just is a nice upgrade from my current sound, which again isn't bad, mm-hmm. but could be better.
0: Yeah, I I went with uh, so I was thinking about going with Shure, and I when I, when I upgraded my mic, I almost did. I was coming well. I started out on a Yeti. And moved from that to the ATR twenty one hundred, which was an amazing difference. And then I went from the twenty one hundred to the Rode Procaster, and which is actually the mic that Stephen John Drew uses. And I, I did so after listening to so many audio clips online that I couldn't. I couldn't. I got to where I couldn't distinguish him anymore, and it was getting almost repulsive to try to listen to more samples. (laughs) so I went ahead and went with this one and I'm not exactly sure why I just kind of had a feeling that this would be a great mic for me and it has been amazing I did do the audio comparison you know record the same thing through both mics holding both of them in front of me and and getting the different tracks stuff like that and my voice carries about the same through both microphones but the the dynamic range is a little bit better on on the uh, the Procaster and the lows are a little bit thicker they're just it's it's more present than the HBS yeah. 2100 and I, I, I love it so
1: I've heard that the sure is um like a bit richer and I have a lower voice for a woman mm. so it sounds like that's probably gonna go really well with my mm. voice so I'm I'm really 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 excited yeah and um yeah oh I cannot wait to try it out next week I'm already like planning, okay, how am I going to set up my desk? Do I have room to set it up on my desk? I'll just I'll make it fit.
0: Yeah. I I got the uh, I I was on like a little little desk mount or whatever and I went with a uh with a full arm and shock mount and everything else and where I planned on mounting it didn't work out. So now it's mounted like almost in front of one of my screens, which drives me nuts, but
1: Yeah, I have I have a like the floor mount. For my current mic, and I love it. It's just I keep kicking it because <laughs> I move around a lot, right? And so it's going to be. I, I need to figure out how I'm going to put my new mic in this place, and I'm also going to try to build one of those little like sound cages for it. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, just because uh, I, I just want it to. I just want it to sound good.
0: Right, right. It's it's that, that uh the the constant pursuit of the perfection you know you'll never find.
1: <laughs> exactly. I don't have like a closet to record in right now. So I'm constantly yeah. trying to just make the best out of the space that I have.
0: Now, non non technically, uh without the you know, the technicalities of it, but actual the the process and the the uh preparation for podcasting, what mistakes have you have you trudged through
1: okay I listened to a lot of my old episodes trying to figure out what am I doing what am I doing wrong and my biggest problem then and still my biggest problem now is talking over people I have so much to say and on the one hand some of my friends are like "Well, it's good you don't let people talk over you because you know so many times in life women get talked over I'm like, yeah, but at the same time, I'm talking over other women. (laughs) (laughs) And the other thing, and I think I've gotten worse about this over the years, is my tendency to trail off with, so yeah.
0: Um... It's one of those
1: vocal tics that no matter how hard you try to get rid of it, just never quite goes away.
0: Yeah, that that's pretty common, and it amazes me how often I hear "quote unquote" professional audio recording people, you know, professional podcasters or people that are that are used to reading books or, or reading scripts or voice acting or whatever, go into their these common ticks that people have: the ums, the us, the the trailing off, or or uh, um, the uh, um, the. Uh, <laughs> You know I feel and-
1: I feel a little bit lucky. I got bullied out of saying um every other word when I was a kid. <laughs> so now I just have weird awkward pauses and uh, cadences.
0: <laughs> Which I mean that's just that's just your pace, right? That's just
1: <laughs> Well, now it is. At the time it used to be um I would talk um like that. Oh. But then it, all it took was a classroom full of children and a teacher saying um after every single word that I said for me to just kind of be more aware of it and yeah it was it was horribly painful at the time but I think it has made me a better speaker weirdly enough I just wish it was in a little less painful way
0: cruel and unusual however effective right
1: yeah yeah (laughs) now I just talk strangely but with less ums not no ums but less ums
0: <laughs> less ums less ums oh man now you've been you've been through quite a few things and I'm, I'm sure i'm gonna get the answer to this right back to where we just were but how do you measure success in podcasting and where do you stand on that on that measurement
1: oh personally i just like to know that people are enjoying it if somebody gets back to me, whether it's through the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. Twitter or through my personal Twitter and comments just on something that they listen to, just like a comment on something I said or Mm -hmm. comment on something that somebody else said. That just makes my day. It just takes one person to make my day. And numbers are interesting, but they aren't. In a time with so many podcasts, it's kind of like, The thing right now with TV channels, we have so many channels, you aren't going to get a whole lot of numbers. You aren't going to get, you know, just everybody has to watch this one thing at this one time. You're going to get people, the people who enjoy your thing are the people who enjoy your thing. And I just like knowing that at least one person is enjoying my thing. Mm. It's all, it's all I ever wanted. And just to know that I'm making a difference in someone's life, just making their day a little bit better.
0: Right. No, that's, that's completely legitimate. And uh, do you now? pardon my ignorance on this one. Do you guys record with a, with a live audience and like chat or whatever?
1: Yeah, actually we do. Um, we record on geeks. Live on Thursdays and Sundays.
0: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And our, our audience is, uh, we have people live in chat wing. Uh, usually it's, it's the same few people and I just really appreciate seeing them commenting. Uh, you know, not everyone can be there because of time constraints or time differences. Right. But the people that are there, it just, it means the world.
0: Now, have they always been there since you've been on the show or is that something that was added after you came on board?
1: Um, uh... We started doing it, I don't know, maybe maybe a year and a half ago. I'm really bad at remembering time. <laughs> it was after I joined the show because at some point I had to plug in my camera and actually like brush my hair to be on the air. I mean, I don't have to. I'm just kind of vain. <laughs>
0: Um, and, and did you notice like a, a big difference in the show once you did that?
1: A little bit. Um, there's there's kind of more of a feel of playing to the audience versus just the conversation between us. Mm-hmm. Like there's always trying to make sure that we include the audience in the conversation because yeah, the show is for them. But you know, the presence of a live chat, even if it's just one person there, does make a difference. You are you are performing for an audience
0: It's schrodinger's cat right it doesn't doesn't change anything until until you observe it and then it's obviously changed regardless of what it was
1: yeah and i'm an extrovert i thrive on attention Mm. so yeah i i love playing it up for an audience i There's a part of me that uh, I, this was especially evident in Quantum Tavern. SP doesn't like us cussing on the show. Right. Uh, we are we are a PG thirteen, edging towards PG show, and he doesn't like to edit that. You know the the cussing and stuff, which I understand <laughs> because editing takes a really long time.
0: It does, yeah.
1: But on Quantum Tavern, we cussed a lot, and I cussed a lot, and it was kind of a game to me. To see how much I could shock my co-hosts, which honestly wasn't hard because I realized one day that my younger co-host, Cody, was maybe eight years old the first time I saw Goatsea. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I, by the time you were in high school, I'd already seen the worst the Internet had to offer. Uh, this is This is going to be fun. And I've always been that kind of person that just sort of loves to—I don't know, like provoke a reaction. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. And right. even with Legends of Shield, where it's a lot tamer. Um, I know I play this a lot with Haley, where we uh, we do that sort of trying to kind of shock SP a little bit, right. which again isn't hard. <laughs> Love you, love you Stargate, but it's it's so fun to kind of break him a little. Mhm.
0: Yeah, and to catch him off guard, uh, especially Yeah. at least the episode that I listened to, there's a there's a little bit of a, uh, uh, uh just just say the SP he he plays along, but you can tell his face yeah. is getting red the entire time.
1: Yeah, again, I can't talk about people like watching people fuck cars on that show, <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, it's like the reaction would be there, and and see, like your reaction there. I I enjoy I enjoy provoking people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fair enough.
1: It's I don't know. It's just so that's just, I, that I'm, fits right I'm, in. There's with a little the... bit. There's something a little bit anarchist in me.
0: Yeah, that fits right along with with being a podcaster and being vocal and went, liking to talk.
1: Exactly, <laughs> and having that medium, I feel like has helped me out because not only do I get to do the kind of fun provoking but I get to do the stand on a soapbox and educate people too Mm. like I break into my you know social justice rants on Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. and my this is not science rants on Legends of (laughs) S.H.I.E.L.D. and oh there's so many this is not science rants on there because Comic book science is horrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Comic book (laughs) physics is just starting there is just horrible.
1: Oh, yeah. But it's like you have this position, even if it's a relatively small one, use it for good. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, use it for fun, but use it for good, too.
0: So... As far as what 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 grade you would give yourself, or what against that measure of success, against that uh, that that challenge of getting the the reaction from your, your co hosts and your audience, wh- where do you stand on that? Or is there is there more to come, is, or are you or have you reached a level of satisfaction?
1: Ah, I give myself a B. There's always room for improvement. <laughs> Why does that not surprise me?
0: Uh, <laughs> good solid B in there, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um now there's one thing and and this is this is an area where a lot of people have, have problems because they they don't like putting it out there what podcasts are listened to that could use improvement. But for new podcasters and for longtime podcasters, what advice do you have and where are they messing up?
1: Okay. Um a lot of the podcasts that I listen to the ones that the thing that bugs me most is Audio quality. <laughs> um, there's one. Say. There's there's two that I absolutely love. That I, I love the content so much. But with one, it's just they don't have the gear, and with the other, there's just not the effort put in to editing. Mm. Uh, the one that just doesn't have the gear, it's uh, unqualified podcast. It's just a fun little fandom podcast. Gavia Baker White Law and Morgan. I'm blanking out on her last name, but they're just an amazing pair. They talk about weird stuff today. The podcast that dropped today was them talking about Darren Aronofsky's new film, Mother. Mm. And it's, it's hilarious. They're, they're really funny and they give honestly very nuanced looks at whatever they're talking about. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: But it's really obvious that their gear is kind of lacking and, You know, if I'm listening it through headphones, I have to crank it up, and then if it rolls over to one that has better sound quality, all of a sudden, it's like, blam, right in my
0: ears. Right,
1: The other one um, that I listen to, I listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, (laughs) like a lot, (laughs) like possibly a scary amount, and it's called, um, I'm looking it up, I'm going down this list, it is a very long list.
0: Well, I mean, the the name itself doesn't doesn't necessarily matter. Oh,
1: the F plus is another one that could use better sound quality. Mm. Uh, They read terrible things from the internet, (laughs) and I love it so much. But again, it's yeah. But again, (laughs) it's like so many people with such varying gear Mm. that the sound quality is kind of eh. And the other episode, it's um, (sighs) true murder. And the guy, he gets these wonderful, wonderful interview subjects. It's true crime authors talking about the, their books and the crimes that they researched and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like AM radio. Ugh. The guy talks so slowly. There's no editing. He'll ask him a question. They'll answer. Then there's about 15 seconds of silence, and he'll go, um, and go on to the next question. <laughs> I have to listen to it at about 2x speed,
0: Oh, geez.
1: It's, yeah. I, I tend to listen to my podcasts at, you know, 1.25, one and a half speed, mm-hmm. just because I have so many to listen to. Right. But this one, I cannot listen to it on 1x speed just because it's so poorly edited and so slow. And again, the the subject matter is amazing. Yeah. But the editing is so poor. It's like, come on, guy, I will pay you to <laughs> get better equipment and to find an editor
0: jeez um yeah that's that's always one of those one of those fights between content quality and presentation quality, and everybody likes to say that content is king you know if you don't have good content, they're not going to come listen to you, ramble on about Jack Dammit for an hour just because they like the way your your voice sounds but the other the opposite isn't necessarily true like just because you have really good content doesn't mean you can ignore the presentation of that content
1: yeah you know the whole don't judge a book by its cover thing well guess what people do that if you go on to i again audiobooks i do a lot of um i see a lot i have i've only done 3 books but i see a lot of self published and small press books mm-hmm. and people don't give them a lot of play because the cover is like a sketch that somebody's 10 year old drew. Right. And you want, you want the veneer to look good and interesting, or in this case sound good and interesting so that you will hold somebody's attention long enough to give your content a chance.
0: Right. Yeah. Very true.
1: There needs to be a balance there.
0: And, and going, going back to covers, I, I, Personally, now this isn't something many people have mentioned. I don't I don't even know if we've mentioned it at all in this podcast except for um random random history of Belgium. Uh, because he literally had his four-year-old draw the draw his his cover art and it looks great because it's just the Belgian flag. Aww. Um but your cover, if you're doing a podcast and your cover doesn't isn't immediately recognizable as your podcast, if it's got small type on it that I can't see in Overcast or um pocket casts. And I have to like blow it up to read what it says. Or if it's just jumbled full of everything that you thought you might include in the show. I.
1: Oh my God. There is an art to graphic design. This is why people go to school for it.
0: Exactly. Uh,
1: I tried to help out my husband and eventually he just did it himself. He was going to do a uh, like a real play, role playing podcast. Mm -hmm. And because of real life, that hasn't happened yet. But. Again, you have to you have to zoom in, you have to zoom out. Can you recognize what this thing's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. And it is just it's way more difficult than you would think to get an eye-catching graphic that looks good big and small because right. it's gonna be just this little thumbnail on some people's, you know, phones and stuff, but then it also has to be a logo on your site.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I, when I, when I, cause I've, I've made all the, the cover art for every Ritual Misery show, um, you know, film zone undaunted, uh, the Ritual Misery podcast, all, all these, I've done the, the, the cover art for, and I've always gone by the, the general rules of, uh, flag making, like, can a, can a child draw it? Uh, does it have more than like four colors on it? Is it you know, easily recognizable is, you know, do you have tiny text on there? All that kind of stuff. And my covers aren't bad. They could be way better. Believe me, way better. But at least I've never had anybody go to my, go to my, my cover art and be like, Hey dude, that's crap. You got to fix that. There have been people. I know there have been people that have told these, these crazy covers. Hey, you got to fix that cover. That covers crap, and then you'll see like in Facebook groups, stuff like that, people hey, can you critique my my uh the these four options that I have, and I'm like the all four of them are crap, and then I get banned from the group because I told them their cover was crap, so um uh, maybe I shouldn't be so honest, but
1: uh <laughs> you gotta use you gotta use the sandwich method of cri- of uh constructive criticism
0: oh oh, oh, oh something oh, nice something nice this it's- is crap,
1: <laughs> something nice. But I mean, if it's
0: just a crap sandwich on on, on a crap bun with uh, you know, it, it, I I just I don't know. I'm, I'm of course I'm I'm hi- hypercritical of pretty much everything because if you ask for advice, then I'm not gonna uh, do. Do you have enough people sugarcoating it that I'm gonna be the one that that doesn't give you any sugar at all because I'm trying to balance things out?
1: Yeah, so. I I've spent a lot of time editing people's writing, mm-hmm. so I've gotten kind of used to the, you know, trying. Trying to protect people's egos like you don't want to discourage people from, you know, doing this all together. Hmm. But at the same time, you got to let somebody know if something just is not working.
0: Right. Yeah. That's one thing. If, if I ever give you a, if you if you ask my opinion on something and I give you a single line and it is like minimally positive. Don't ask any more about it. I'm giving you all the happy I got. Like, <laughs> that's my tell. I probably shouldn't have put that out there. So um, speaking of putting things out there, where can people go to find more of you and more of your podcast?
1: All right. So the best place to find me if you want everything that I do, whether it's voice work, writing, uh, the crafting stuff I do, whatever, is at lawofalltrades.wordpress.com. That's L-A-W com. I'm also on Twitter at Sithwitch, and whenever something comes up on there, I will post a link to it. Twitter is where I get political and angry, but it's also where I tweet, you know, cute pictures of animals, so.
0: Fair enough. You got to keep balance.
1: Yeah, and I'm on Facebook at facebook.com slash law.wisneski, W-I-S-N-I-E-W-S-K-I
0: so if uh, if you're listening this far into the show and you're wondering still wondering why I had a hard time pronouncing it, there <laughs> you go, like win for me,
1: yeah, my family's like wiz wiz wski w wiz i I've been married to him for over ten years, and they s I've been dating him, I've been with him since two thousand and three, and they still can't get it. I love my family, but come on, guys. <laughs>
0: Well, if you'd like to if you'd like to get a hold of her, uh, just jump on Twitter because apparently that's that's the place. Um, and if you'd like to find me, well, you can find me in the same place at Twitter at Ethan Kane. You can follow the show on Twitter at Undaunted Cast, and you can cruise on by RitualMisery.com com to find out everything else that I'm involved in. I'd like to thank Kevin McLeod, who is our recent most recent guest on the Ritual Misery podcast, for allowing us to use his music because well, if we don't give him credit, nobody will. And uh, for me, for Lauren and for all the uh, aspiring and veteran podcasters out there, thank you for joining us on this journey. And once again, and this one was important, and I'm going to keep this in because if, if I can't screw up on the show where I ask other podcasts about their screw ups, then it, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just not right. Um, again, I'm going to mention my thanks to the Gunna Geek Network for carrying this show and for allowing me to be part of the network. And I tell you what, by the time this show is done, by the time this show has run its course, I'm going to have every Gunna Geeker on this show. So many thanks to uh, to SP, to everybody over there for everything that they've done. And by God, go by gunnageek.com and find your geek.